0: Hey everyone, welcome to The Project Online. My name is Brett and I'm The Project's worship pastor. If you're newer to The Project, make sure to fill out the connect card. Our host will post a link for that in the chat or you can scan this QR code. This is a great way for us to answer any questions you might have and for you to get a better understanding of what The Project is all about. If you've been tracking with us over the last few weeks, you may have noticed that we've been hosting Zoom watch parties every Sunday night. This has been a great way to watch the service together, even though we can't be in the same room. So just click the Zoom link in the chat and come watch with us. A few things for you to know. On January 31st, we're having Connecting Point. If you're looking to meet and connect with other young adults, then the best way to do that is by joining a group. For all the details, just head to the-project.ca slash communities and make sure you mark your calendars for January 31st. Tonight we got Amanda continuing our series called How to Not Lose and we got a new format that I think you'll enjoy. So check it out.
1: So I took some time off over the Christmas break and in that time I tried to pull back from like my phone and screens and just be like a mature adult with boundaries for a while. And there was one day around New Year's where I finally went on Instagram after a couple days away, and there were like a ton of posts from people, maybe you guys did this, where you posted like what you learned in 2020, or what it meant for you, what the silver lining was, and there was a ton of this stuff. So I actually stopped and thought about it for a second, not for long, because like I said, I was scrolling, so it was like, your attention span is like seven seconds. So I thought about it. Two things very quickly came to mind. I kind of knew right away what they were of what, what I learned in 2020, I guess you could say. And the first one being, well, they're quite connected actually, but the first one being like, guys, there were times last year when I thought I was losing my mind. Like I thought I was gonna lose my sanity a little bit because like when you are stuck at home day after day, it messes with your mind. At least it messed with my mind. I don't know if you guys were the same, but that is something I became very aware of last year. It was like being stuck at home, it messes with your mind. Second thing I learned was that, and they're very connected like I said. Second thing is I need people. I enjoy people, most people. Most of the time they're like good for your soul. I want to be around people at least a little bit every day. Because otherwise, like I said, you go a little crazy. So those I knew right away, okay, those are my takeaways from the year. It wasn't very earth shattering, but that's what I came to conclude. Because when you are stuck at home in the same house, either by yourself or even with your family, just like the same people, your roommates day after day, your mind, your body will react in very different ways. And you guys might have this, like you find that you are, you're just more tired all the time. Like, you're tired or you're just impatient with the people that you live with or your family. Or even you become, like, more anxious of what's happening in the world around you, how it's going to affect you. And I think, like, for a lot of us, it does not take much for our thoughts just to get completely out of hand. Like, they can get irrational. Or they can they can actually turn really dark sometimes. Or it just feels like a complete runaway train. Like, If you think about yourself, when was the last time that you found yourself just getting lost in like a completely made up scenario in your own head? Like I think a lot of us do this. It could be a fake argument in your head and you are like, it is real to you and you are reacting to it like it's real and you can see it clearly, but in reality, like it's not true, but you're acting like it is. There was one time I was traveling with a friend back when you could travel in the good old days. We were going through, uh, we were in Europe, and we were on a high-speed train. Those things are incredible. They're amazing. And we were going through France. And we were on this train, it was my first time on a high-speed train. And in our like, cabin in the train, you could see like there's like a digital speedometer that would tell you how fast we were going. And I turned to my friend and I was like, this is insane. I'm like, it's a smooth ride, it feels so crazy, but we're going 400 kilometers an hour, And so I was kind of, like, mesmerized by this speedometer. And she looks at me, and all of a sudden, I can see, like, this panic in her eyes. And she starts verbalizing to me what she's thinking. And she's like, okay, it speeds like this. The train's going to leave the tracks. And she's like, what will we do? Will we die? Will you die? Who will die first? She's like, "Do do you have snacks? She's like, what will happen? And, like, her mind was completely spiraling and... It wasn't helpful, but all I could think of in that moment was, I was like, yeah, we'll die. But like, we have snacks, like hopefully that helps. (laughs) But it is like, it's in moments like that where we feel like we are losing our minds. And I've had moments where I get caught up in my head or my thoughts just take off and I'm not on a high speed train. Like I'm just in my kitchen. But for this month in January, it's a new year We've been talking about how to not lose. We want to help you guys just reset and kind of go back to some of those key basics, those healthy foundations that just set you up for success, hopefully, in your your relationships, your personal life, your walk with Jesus, things like that. And so today I want to chat with you guys here in person or online about how to not lose your mind, which can be very hard to do. So whether you consider yourself, if you're an emotional person or you would not consider yourself emotional, our minds are very complicated. Like they're intricate. They have a ton of power over us and how we live our lives. And everyone's mind, it works very differently. Like our thought processes, if you've ever been in any sort of relationship, friendship or dating, whatever, you know that people come to conclusions very differently from one another. But the one thing I think that we need to learn, myself included here, is how to have a say over our thoughts or how to create and maintain that that healthy mindset or how we think. So I was doing some research and I was thinking about this and I found out that the average person has 30,000 thoughts a day. 30,000. I don't know how they figure this out but we'll trust, we'll trust whoever decided that. So 30,000 thoughts a day, and along with this, research has also shown that 70%, 70% of our thinking is negative, which I totally believe, because like if you meet someone who's always positive, I don't buy it, you know, like you're skeptical of them. But along with that, research also noted that our physical health, our mental health, and our behavioral health, all three are directly linked to our thought life, So, by not paying attention to your thoughts and how you think, one of the worst things you can do for yourself this year, hands down. Like, one of the the mistakes that I made quite a few years ago, or I just never took seriously, was the fact that God actually really cares about my mindset and what I think. Not only about myself, about other people, about him. Like, the Bible is not silent on how we should think, what our mindset should be, um, where we should focus, things like that. Like I said, it took me a long time to take this seriously. In Romans, it's a book in the New Testament, 12, it says this, "'Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, "'but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. "'Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect.'" Whenever you see words like then or therefore in the Bible, just pay attention. They're trying to teach you a lesson, just as a heads up. So if you want to lo- learn how to not lose your mind this year, pay attention to what you're thinking or believing about yourself. It could be other people. It could be about God. Because your life will move in the direction of your strongest thoughts. Like if there's one thing you hear tonight, if there's one thing you remember, it should be that, that your life will move in the direction of your strongest thoughts, which is kind of intense. But if you take a second and just think about yourself for a second, like when you were falling asleep last night, what were you thinking about? Do you remember, first of all, what was on your mind? Like was it easy to fall asleep? Was it hard to fall asleep? Were you, were you upset? Were you worried? Were you excited? Like did you have to fall asleep in front of a screen so you wouldn't have to think? Or about this morning, when you guys woke up this morning or online, if you're still in bed, that's fine too. What were some of those first things that came into your mind when you woke up? Did you oversleep? Were you panicked? Did you just lay there? Like were you, maybe you were peaceful? Maybe you were filled with anxiety. Did you reach for your phone right away? And again, maybe you just honestly don't remember. And I'm asking these things just to get you thinking about your thought life. Are you even aware of it? Like what are those those brutally honest, those raw thoughts that kind of flood your mind maybe when you're falling asleep, when you wake up, when you're driving, Those ones you want to ignore, but you can't. Like those really honest thoughts that maybe no one even knows about. Thinking about that, consider your life will move in the direction of your strongest thoughts. Like how you think will translate to how you live. Or what you think could translate to like what your life will look like. And I'm not saying this is like a self-empowerment speech where... Like you can be a millionaire by 30 if you believe. Um, I just don't buy it. But in a more realistic sense, like when you wake up in the morning and the first thoughts that come into your mind are things like, what if things never change? What if this doesn't get better? Like what if I screw this up again? Like that will affect your, your mood, your productivity, your conversations you have that day. Like, it could very easily feel just hopeless. Because it is, it's that inner dialogue that we have with ourselves. It has a ton of power over the direction that we're going to go in. And the thing is, you're never just going to drift into a healthy thought life. It will not come naturally to you. You won't just come upon a healthy mindset the older you get. I wish that was the case, but it's not. Like, you will move in the direction of your strongest thoughts, healthy or unhealthy. So I don't know, wherever you guys are at with this, maybe like it's a new year, maybe it's a new you, I don't know, but it's already easy to feel tired or stuck or there's no point in having future plans because how do you? But that verse in Romans is a really good place to start. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So it's saying like, don't take the easy way out. Don't just turn to what everyone else is doing, like numbing the pain or comparing yourself or ignoring actually what you're thinking or feeling, but instead pay attention. Pay attention to what you're thinking, how you're processing. It's in the middle of that, like, let God meet you there. Let him transform your thinking. But you have to pay attention to it. And you know, as much as it is your responsibility, it's up to you to make these choices like it's your mind. You are not expected just to know how to do this. You're not expected just to have the strength, like, turn the switch on and do it. Like, God's very aware of that. And he's very much on your side here. And you need to know that because he wants you to be healthy and hopeful in your mindset and help you carry that load. Because sometimes when you do start paying attention to those, maybe those darker thoughts, it's going to be hard. Like it's not just going to go away. It takes time to work through that. So, you know, as much as we're not alone in this, we do have to be equally aware that there is more to it than meets the eye. You know, like if you are watching online or if you guys are here now and you are a follower of Jesus and you know we believe there is an enemy who is actively working against us in every possible way. You know, he would love nothing more than for you just to stay down, to stay in those hopeless, defeated thoughts, to take away that joy. In 1 Peter 5, it says this, Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. And John 10 says, The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Like, there's two sides to this. Like, we know, yeah, we can trust, we can rely on God, we have to go to him with this, but like I said, there's two sides to it. You know, I do want to say just a brief note in terms of our own mental health. That is something that any of us could struggle with at any point in time and I do want to say that when you're struggling with mental health that is not something that you can just think away on your own or just hope that it will pass you know if I would encourage you if you've been just having some really difficult thoughts not even for a couple months but for a couple weeks it's time to reach out it's time to ask for help going to a friend um, a mentor any of us on staff going to a counselor that is always a really really good decision so like I said you need to know. If you've been having a hard time, I would just say it's time to reach out. Ask for that help. Because wherever you are personally with this, if you feel like you're on cloud nine, 2021 is your year. I don't know who said that yet. Maybe someone believes that. Um, Or the opposite. We are never done working towards a healthy mindset. Like I know I have not mastered this yet. In Philippians 4, it says this. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts. Fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting it into practice. Then the God of peace will be with you. So the guy who wrote that, his name was Paul. And he very much understood that the influence our thoughts have over our lives, that whatever we think or occupy our minds, that will determine our speech and our actions. It's not a matter of if, but just when. It's so like going back to you guys for a second. Think about yourself again. What are your thoughts fixed on? Would you consider them life-giving or hopeful? Would God agree with you on that? Or are they, kinda, are they tearing you down? Are they bringing more darkness to yourself, to someone else's life? And wherever you're at with this i want to walk you through just a little exercise i was taught this probably a couple of years ago now there's three steps to it it's not complicated but over time it can make a really really huge difference so this first step is asking yourself this question what are your strongest most dominant thoughts right now and more specifically what are those negative thoughts that dominate your thinking Like, it could be about yourself. It could be about another person or situation. If you're regularly thinking things like, I'm not cut out for this. I don't have something to offer here. I won't measure up. Things are never gonna change. Hoping is a waste of time. Whatever those negative dominant thoughts are. Actually, I would challenge you to physically write them out. Don't just consider them. Actually write them out. That's the first step. What are those negative thoughts? Dominating your thinking. Second step is basically do the opposite. Is to write out those, those healthy, life-giving thoughts or statements that are the opposite of the negative ones. Like run your thoughts through the filter of Philippians 4. Are your thoughts true? Are they honorable? Would God agree with you on the thoughts that you were honestly thinking? Even if you're unsure, ask yourself, what do I need to start telling myself? Even if I don't believe it yet. And that could be things like, I'm not inadequate. I can assume the best in other people. I can trust God with my worries. I will go to God when I'm in pain and not just run away. Again, these are just a few examples. And you know, I get this part can be hard. Creating a healthy mindset does not just happen. It's very hard to get there. So to help you guys with this, you actually can find, if you're watching online, there's going to be a long list of statements, like the ones I just said as an example, They're meant to help you replace those negative toxic thoughts with ones that are healthy, they are true, they're biblically based. So there's a huge document that gives tons of those healthy thoughts or or statements that you can use. So make sure to reference that link. You can find it in the bottom of the description, um, wherever you're watching from. So use that for the second step. And again, actually write these out. Don't just read them over and think they're a nice concept. Like, a pick, pick a couple out and write them out, whatever ones are most relevant to you. Okay, now this third and final step is to actually read or say these healthier, life-giving thoughts to yourself every single day. Read them, say them, it's totally up to you. Now, you have to hear me out because this will feel weird. It will feel uncomfortable. Again, it feels like probably I'm trying to rope you into this like self-improvement pyramid scheme. But I'm not, first of all. But the reality is like, you are already telling yourself something every single day. And more times than not, it's negative or it's unhealthy. So to work towards a healthy mindset, you have to be intentional. I'm not saying you have to like, stand on a chair and declare it to your bedroom or in the mirror, whatever you want. If you want to go nuts. But if you like write these things out, put it in a drawer and don't look at it, That's not, that does nothing. It doesn't help anyone. What you think and how you think really, really matters, especially to God. Like, it doesn't please him to think of yourself as hopeless or your situation or like you're worthless. Even if you think you deserve it, he does not think the same way that you do. The Bible tells us that. He's never going to tell you that you deserve to think of yourself or even someone else like crap. It's just not true. So even if, like walk through these three steps and if you feel like a complete fraud and don't believe what you're saying at first, keep doing it. Because that's where he can transform your thinking in the middle of that. But you have to pay attention to it. You have to be intentional with it. Because the more you keep this up, like day after day that you choose to do this, one day your thoughts are going to switch. Your mind is not going to resort to those negative thought patterns. You'll come to know these healthier, life-giving ones. And my hope, my prayer for you guys is that the strongest thoughts you have would be ones that are hopeful and peaceful and that would lead you closer to Jesus ultimately. Let me pray for you guys. God, thank you that you know those honest, raw, vulnerable thoughts that we're thinking, that you are not caught off guard. You are not thinking that we are too far gone uh, but we can trust you in that, that you will meet us there. So would you open our eyes to where you want to come in and help us? God, would you help us not to run away afraid, but be willing to just face those thoughts and to focus and be intentional on the health that you want to bring into our life, that you don't want to keep us down, but you want us to restore us to um, hope and peace and, again, trust in you, God. So I pray for each of us who are working through this, this, this applies to every single one of us, God. And we need your help in this. We ask this in your name. Amen. Guys, thank you for being here. Thank you for watching online. If you're here in person, it was really good to see you guys. Know that we are praying for you. We miss you guys. We really do. We miss you like crazy. Know that we are here though. You can reach out to us. You can find us online. Hopefully you're healthy. Don't get the COVID and hopefully we'll see you soon.
2: There's nothing worth more That could ever come close Nothing could compare Your living hope Your presence I've tasted and seen the sweetest of love Comes free, my shame is undone. Your presence, Lord, and Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Comfort this place and fill the hours. Your glory. But our hearts long to be overcome by your pain compare your olive and hope your presence I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of love when my heart becomes free and my shame is earth Your presence, Lord, and Holy Spirit, you are welcome, comfort this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what I offer.
0: guys if you haven't already done so make sure to fill out the connect card which you can find in the chat or by clicking this QR code remember to mark your calendars for connecting point on January 31st and make sure to join us this Wednesday night for a cooking show hosted by yours truly this fall Fox and
2: Brett Woider
0: are opening the doors of the Master Chef kitchen To a new breed of home cook. Kids, all while being mentored by three culinary giants. This is probably the best molten lava cake that we've had in MasterChef and you're nine years old. That souffle sucked. What's wrong with you? Oh my god. posting all the details on the-project.ca slash events, so stay tuned for that. I don't know about you, but I miss seeing people in person. But that doesn't mean we can't connect with each other. So don't leave yet. Come hang out with us on Zoom for a couple minutes. Just click the link in the chat, and we'll see you there.